Hey, Nancy Pelosi. How's that big tent party working out for you now? For years, you've been telling anybody who would listen just how proud you are that your party welcomes everyone. Come on, everybody. Come into our big tent and let's have a party. You welcome men and women and men who think they're women and women who identify as men. Any gender you can think of. L-B-G-T-Q-I-A-P-K. Whatever all those letters mean. Your big tent, make that your enormous tent, welcomes all races, all nationalities. You welcome illegal aliens, legal aliens, and space aliens, too. You welcome people with emotional support animals, and even some of the animals have emotional issues. You roll out the welcome mat to the poor and the oppressed, and you welcome Democrats, Republicans, Independents, and Socialists, too. And Nancy, that's where you made your big mistake. Congratulations, Nancy Pelosi. Your tent is getting a makeover because the socialists are taking over and they want to make some changes. Small changes, really. Don't worry about a thing. You'll hardly notice the difference. First of all, they want to change the color of the tent. Now, I know you always like the big blue tent, but from now on, it's going to be a big red tent. No big deal, right? President Xi of China, Vladimir Putin of Russia, and the Cubans and the Venezuelan governments all enthusiastically approve of this change in color. Now, no one knows if they suggested the change in color or if you did it on your own. But whatever the reason, the tent is now a bright red. And there are suggestions that sometime in the very near future, a hammer and sickle might be added. Nancy, we've been trying to tell you this for years. See, this is what happens when you let anyone into your tent. Open borders don't work for countries, and they don't work for political tents either. When you decided to open your tent to socialists, you made a mistake. Now, you've been pretty good over the years at controlling all the various factions of oppressed people in that big tent of yours. But now things are getting out of control. And you seem pretty worried. You know just how afraid you are when you let the socialists set the agenda. And their agenda has got only one issue. It isn't to grow the economy or secure the border or fix health care or anything else to help the American people. It's only to impeach President Trump. Now, how you ever thought that you could control the socialists, I'll never know. History has shown that there are only a few ways to control them. People have tried, but nothing ever seems to work. The first way they try to control them is to give them free things. They like free things, doesn't everybody? When you run out of money to give them things, you can make them happy by taking away things from people who are better off by force if possible, because that makes socialists very happy, giddy even. You stage these great public spectacles where you punish people for being successful. And then you take everything away from them. It's so much fun. You take away their homes and their money and their car and any other valuables you can get your hands on. And the masses are appeased for a little while longer. What they don't know is that you're keeping all the money and the valuables for yourself. Isn't that what Swiss bank accounts are for? But the people aren't happy for a very long while, though, because 
you promised that you'd punish everyone for being successful. So then you have to do the only thing you can do to keep them from turning on you. You terrorize them. Anybody who speaks up against you or demonstrates or writes things that you don't like, you put into re-education camps and you give them a chance to learn from their mistakes. Now you'd be surprised at how people can learn to be quiet after spending 10 years or so doing backbreaking work in the fields of government farms. Now, if that doesn't work, there's always the prisons, and sometimes people just disappear forever. That's the only way a true socialist state can work. People only get what the state approves, and if the state doesn't like you, it can get pretty lonely, and you can get pretty hungry. So after a while, people understand that as bad as things might get, they must act happy and praise their leaders. And if you use the media to brainwash them and lower their expectations, a very high number of them will actually fall into line and believe your BS. The socialists in the Democratic Party slowly poisoned American politics by making everything about ideology instead of issues. And they've done a pretty good job of it, too, because you hardly ever hear politicians talk about issues anymore. They made everything into a movement. And some people just love to be part of a movement because it feels so right. They can march in the streets and sing songs and be part of a cause so much greater than themselves. And sometimes they get to block traffic, break windows and overturn cars and even set fires, too. How cool is that? It's just so wonderful. And they can wear T-shirts with pictures of Che on them. Does it get any better than that? Also, they can even the score with those terrible people who work hard and get paid and make money. People who won't share enough of that money with you. And that makes them evil. And you can do anything to evil people. Now those crazy Republicans are trying to tell us that if you work hard, you can make a pretty good life for yourself. What a crazy idea is that? You might not become a millionaire, they say, or famous, but you can have a very good life. You can have a family and friends and do things with them, and you'll be happy. But the socialists will tell you that you can never be happy as long as someone else has more things than you, and they won't share. So you must destroy them. Sure, if you really think about it, socialists are really dumb people. But maybe they're not. The leaders of socialist countries get very rich, even as everyone else gets very poor. Many people go hungry, but the leaders are never hungry. They fly on private jets, and they go on nice vacations, and they have a lot of fun. And the best part for them is that they have a lot of power, because it's always about power for socialists. And they laugh a lot, too, because they can't believe that you've been so dumb to believe the things they said. It was never about you. It was always about them and their power, and they're very happy. So, Nancy, you blew it on the Big Ten thing because you have lost control of your party. The only thing left for you to do is impeach the president and hope that when the socialists take real control that they'll have a place for you. That's not very likely, though, because the big red tent with a hammer and sickle on it is about to collapse on you, Nancy, and every other fool who believes in the things they're pushing. The only thing they really are pushing is jealousy and hate. And in the end, that never works. Why don't you do the right thing? 
and show everyone in the middle, and that's just about everybody, that you're willing to start looking out for the American people. Why don't you sit down with Republicans and find things you can agree on and concentrate on solving problems? That would make you a real hero, and you could take control back from the left. You have the votes in Congress for cooperation, so do it. Work together with Republicans to actually solve problems. That's really all we want. We don't care about your ideology. It means nothing. You're here to solve problems. Do it, and we'll be happy. You'll be happy. The only people who won't be happy are the crazy socialists, because they can't be happy unless they're making everyone else unhappy. So instead of going for impeachment, go for cooperation. You'll be a lot happier, and so will we.